Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. Um, so it's summertime. Congratulations, summer, and you who are experiencing summer. Um, with summer comes summer break, I, I guess if you're in school, or if you're like a downhill ski instructor that takes the summers off, something like that. And so with summer break, I, rem I remember having summer breaks and just loving them, but also getting bored. Remember, this is for the adults, remember being bored? In summer break, a lot of times, we were so bored. Just we, we, we would get bored with things. And it was interesting because we'd go to my mom or my dad and like, oh, I'm so bored. Or we'd say uh, about like this task or this thing or this moment, like, oh, this is so boring or that's so boring. And my mom and dad, they had this response through us kids whenever we said that's boring or this is boring. They would look at us and say, things aren't boring, people are. What they were trying to say is like, yeah, if you're bored, do something about it. Now, I'm not sure if that, you know, that mom, dad wisdom is completely true. I think it smells like truth, so I'm gonna go with it. Um, but, but boredom can be a gift. Now, yes, caveat on the side. Um, there is a saying, idle hands are the devil's playground. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the idle hands that lead someone to sin. Because that's also like a saying that has... Smells like truth a little bit sometimes. I'm talking about the fact that boredom can be a gift because boredom can be connected to this thing called leisure. And leisure is one of the things we are made for. In fact, in the Garden of Eden, um, I talked in another video about how the Garden of Eden, the story of you know creation, reveals to us that we're made for at least three things. We're made for love, we're made for labor, and we're made for leisure. Now, I would also say we're also made for worship, but funny enough, in the Hebrew, that word labor is also connected to worship. Whole nother video on that someday. I don't know. Anyways, the point is, boredom can be a gift because we're actually made for leisure. We're made to rest. And, and boredom can indicate, I'm in a place of rest. One of the reasons why I can ask the adults and say, remember when you used to be bored? And when, at one point you were bored, but you might not be as much anymore is because it's likely you don't have a chance to rest. You don't have a chance for leisure, and you don't have the chance to maybe have the possibility of being bored. What are we called to do? We're called to make room in our lives for leisure, but if we make room in our lives for leisure, that means we are also risking boredom. When we don't have anything to do, what do we typically automatically do? Now, this might not be you, but people next to you or people behind you, they do this. When we are on the verge of boredom, what do we typically do to avoid it? We usually automatically consume something, right? So whether that's from digital media to food, I'm bored, I need some stimulation. I'm sitting in line and I could just stand here, but that I might be bored if I just stand here. So I'll pull up my phone and I'll look at this website or I'll look, look up this person, check my email, look, text, send a text message. On the verge of boredom, I headed off at the pass by automatically or mindlessly consuming either digital media, um, food, or some other kind of distraction. But boredom can be a gift because boredom can be our entryway into something great. Rather than um, avoiding boredom, rather than running away from boredom, why not let it become fruitful? Not like to do more work, but to become more human. Why not be on the verge of boredom and allow and enter into boredom in order to create? I once heard someone say uh, a line that I'll repeat all of the time. They said, um, creativity requires boredom. It's, it's good to be, you know, kind of in the rhythm and kept moving along, 
But if you're going to be truly creative, you have to know what it's like to dive, to be with your own thoughts and dive deeply into those, into those thoughts, to think them through to their you know, con conclusions, to reassess them, to even share them with other people. But creativity requires boredom. Yet, so often we crave distraction and to avoid creativity. In fact, um, there's a man, his name's Cal Newport. Cal Newport is a computer scientist and an author. He has a book called Deep Work. And in the book, he talks about how um, he doesn't use social media at all. And people always question him and say, wait, you're, <laughs> you're a computer scientist and you are a you know, award-winning author. How do you, A, avoid using social media? Computer science, you're not like a Luddite, meaning you don't like technology. And how do you get, let people know about your book if you're not on social media? And he, he points out, he says, you know, when it comes to social media as a tool, it's fine, but it is the least common denom denominator kind of tool you possibly, you know, one adds value through what he says is he doesn't, he can't add any unique value by doing something that a six-year-old with a smartphone can do. So he's chosen to get away from those distractions of like the smartphone of social media so that when he's in boredom, he can become creative and he can offer something that he wouldn't be able to offer if he just simply encountered boredom and then mindlessly consumed media or mindlessly consumed something else. So boredom, re creativity requires boredom. So you're, when you're on the verge of boredom, boredom, enter into it to be creative. Number two, um, second C word is uh, contact. Boredom can let us know that, wait, I long, I'm made for other people. Remember one of the L words, made for love? I'm made for other people. And so rather than just distract myself by like looking at something online or um, eating some food, whatever the thing is that you'd use to distract yourself, why not recognize the boredom in the sting of loneliness or the sting of boredom that can move you to reach out intentionally to have contact with someone? And third, how to respond to boredom? Um, we can respond uh, creative to be to reach, uh, contact or to cavort. cavort. That's a weird word. Um, cavort. Uh, no, disclaimer, whatever. Technically, to cavort means to dance or jump enthusiastically. I was looking for a word that started with C that meant play. And so the, the, thesaurus, the, the, the thesaurus told me that the word cavort is kind of like the word play. So I'm using it to go along with the C theme, just like I went along with the L theme. So le le love, leisure, labor. Creativity, contact, and cavorting. Play, not like play to an end, not like play with a, like a purpose in mind, but play for the sake of play. Boredom can get us to the place where, wait a second, I have enough room in my life for play or to cavort. I have enough room in my life that I can actually have leisure. You know that, that there's a great book by a guy named Joseph Pieper called Leisure as the Basis of Culture for the fifth C word of the day, leisure as the basis of culture. And cultures have to have all these three things. They have to have a creativity. They have to involve a contact or relationships. And culture also has to involve cavorting or has to involve play, has to involve art, has to involve uh, music, has to involve games. Like what are the things that we engage in? Not simply sitting back and watching someone else play, but what are the things we can enter into for the sake of play? Because that's one of the things about saints. I, I, I would venture to guess, I would venture to even argue that the saints were never bored, at least in the negative sense. The saints would enter into the silence 
They had to enter into the desert and see it as an opportunity to encounter the Lord. The desert being a place where the Lord would purify them and strengthen them, where they could get to be more and more conformed to his heart. That kind of thing happens in silence. That kind of thing happens in boredom. The saints are the people who would respond to boredom with creativity. They would respond to boredom by um, cultivating uh, contact and relationship. They would respond to boredom by cavorting, by playing. And that's why I think um, G.K. Chesterton said that the world will never starve for want of wonders. Like this world is amazing. The world that you and I live in, there's nothing to be bored about in this world. He said the world will never starve for want of wonders, but for want of wonder. That here we are walking amidst this amazing, incredible, almost overwhelming creation. And we kind of go, meh, I'm bored. I don't think the saints were ever bored in that way. I think they saw this world and entered into that stillness, that silence, that potential boredom, and said, we're gonna create here, have contact with the Lord, with others, we're gonna cavort, we're gonna play. Boredom is a gift, so how are you gonna use it? From all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike, God bless.